Welcome, welcome, welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brother Z and Friends. The gospel program where we bring you tippets from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. So sit back, relax, don't touch that dial, and you will be blessed by the end of it all. We share because we care. Joy in my soul. Joy in my soul. Joy in my soul. Children. Joy in my soul. Well, then tell the world. Joy in my soul. The joy, the joy, the joy. Joy in my soul. Joy, joy, joy. Joy in my soul. Joy in my soul. The Lord is my shepherd, yeah. I should lack nothing, no, no, no. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul and guides me in the path of righteousness. For his name's sake, for his name's sake, though I walk through the valley of shadows of death, yeah now, whoa, you give me boom bam, whoa, whoa, there's a joy, there's a joy, there's a joy, whoa, yo, yo. Follow me 
dwell in the house of the Lord, yeah, 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 forever and ever. How you doing, Brother Z? Um, I'm doing fine. Um, uh, that's my. I, we could record that line and use it. Just drop it in every time. Yeah. Brother there, Z is doing fine. Is there a time when you're not doing fine, Brother Z? Yeah, that that's come like the time when I was. I felt so good. I went to the doctor to tell him I'm feeling so good. Something must be wrong. Check oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> hey, that's a nice tickling, Pastor Linda. How you doing? I am doing well. I'm okay. doing well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so here we go with another brother Z and friends. Um, Pastor Linda, where are you taking us at this time? Hey, we are going to talk about a reason, a season, or a lifetime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why do people come into our lives? Good topic. Mm-hmm. Good topic. Mm-hmm. Very good topic, Brother Z. Okay. So it's often said that people come into our lives for a reason. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that friendship could be for a season. Oftentimes it could be for a lifetime. It's important for us to confirm whether a friendship is for a season or for a lifetime. For each one is to be treated differently. Let us take a look at what it said about all of this. When a friendship is for a season, that person is there to meet a need in your life. He or she has come to assist you through a difficulty or to provide you with guidance and support or to aid you physically, emotionally, or spiritually. He or she seems to be a God sent, and it is rightly so. He or she is there for a reason. You need that person to be there. Then, without sometimes any wrongdoing on your part, that friendship could end. We must learn to accept that possibility. Lifetime friendship teaches us lifetime lessons, things that we must build upon in order to have a solid emotional foundation. And our job is to accept the lesson, keep loving the person, and put what we've learned to use in all other areas of our lives. Notice this, that parents, siblings, 
Relatives are perfect examples of lifetime connections. We don't have the option to choose them. They are who they are to us, so we must be prepared to handle our lifetime connections. So with all this in mind, let us start our discussion. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Good topic. Yeah. So um, this um, first question that I'm going to come on with is not just for us three here, but folks, it's for you who are listening as well. Here we go. Is anyone in your life right now who is there for a season, but the reason is unclear to you? Come on, everybody. Talk to me. Talk to <laughs> me. Talk to me, brother Z. Uh, no, Talk to I, me. You're I, not opening up? All right. Yeah, no, yeah, oh, yes, okay. yeah, yeah, yes, I, I am. I'm saying I don't think I am that in tune with what goes on in my life, the people I know I meet, which my friend circle is very restricted. Mm. I... I know why the people are there in my condition as uh, most of you know that I am blind and I have to know clearly why a person is in my wine. Even that baby that is just crying there, trying to to get into my life. Trying to get into your life. You want to get into my life. (laughs) And there's no space. Yes, so I'm, I'm saying I know why the people are in my life and it works out daily, mm. but based on, it comes to, you know, I, I know, I know, it happens. Mm. So mm. I would say I know the reason why people are in my life. God placed them there. I'm glad you said that because uh, for many years I believe that anybody comes into my life, they're there for a reason. But I've never looked on this question like this before, in this light before. I've never seen it, you know, Pastor. I just know mm-hmm. that God does not bring people in my life for no reason. I always believe they are for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know whether they're supposed to be long-term or short-term. But one thing I do know, that sometimes they come and I do what I have to do with them. And all of a sudden, they are gone. And I never look on it before. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's the mm-hmm. whole point that we are bringing up mm-hmm. yeah, on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a good thing because what it's doing is it's making us aware mm. of what God does. And right. that's what he does. He brings people into your life for a season. Um, and I know of many people that are in my life right now. And I would say that sometimes it's either for you to be able to get something out of the message whatever god wants you to learn Mm -hmm. or sometimes it's for you to help others Mm -hmm. so that they can learn and grow Mm -hmm. um and so i remember one time in my life where this uh, person was in my life and i was ready to uh uh, say nope you gotta go and the lord said no you're going to help them see god knows the future he knows the reason why they're in your life and that's Mm -hmm. why place them there yes Mm -hmm. and and when we're in tune and when we're prayerful uh he'll show us and tell us uh, sometimes why they're there, whether they're there for you to help them or for them to help you. Mm. Mm. You know, and even even the attempts, it's all gone, long and gone, and something happens that we say, oh, that's why that person was in Uh my life. Mm -hmm. He taught me such and such. So it's... You know, the biggest uh, lesson, I think... um, 
that needs to be learned is in the body of Christ, especially in churches Mm -hmm. where you have members coming and going. Um, Because a lot of pastors sometimes get wounded Mm -hmm. uh, because a certain person left. And they didn't realize that they were only there for a season, a season to meet a need. And when it was time for them to go, you got to let them go. Yeah, right. And you can't get angry because they left. You have to know that they were there for that season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a joke about that uh, this, um, this guy, uh, wife, left him. And um, somebody said, well, how do you feel? He says, no problem. The Lord give it. The, the Lord, Lord take it, bring in another. <laughs> so, so, so Jesus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. True story. Mm, ooh, yeah. Mr. Lester is the name. You might know me from my days. I was tearing up the stage. I was mashing up the place. Who would think a few years later? Change up my behavior to something greater.
nothing for we. No, no, no. Tell them it has nothing for we. So let me ask you this. How could we go about verifying the reason why a person is in your life or why a person came into your life? How do we go about verifying that? Uh, I don't even know if we ought to be there trying to find out why. Mm. I think uh, it would be revealed again. Yes. Mm. You, God being in la your life, you accepting God as the director of your life you exactly. you don't mm. have to spend time why 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 did he send this vagabond and i know i mean be careful he he wants you to pay wants you to pay attention yes and mm. and all of that but don't spend much time on on the wise he would put him absolutely. there and he would take him away absolutely mm -hmm. and i agree 100 percent. don't spend time on the wise you will know because you will either be helping that person or mm -hmm. they'll be helping you you'll be contributing to them yeah and sometimes they'll even be contributing to you yeah. that's one thing about god he's a two-way god it's not one way mm -hmm. not just for you to contribute but also for you to receive something back and mm -hmm. and um it's important that we learn yeah. from one another right mm. right okay so here's another general wide question is anyone in your life for a season or you think it's a season and that season is now come to an end or is coming to an end so how does um how could we bring bring it to an end we recognize that the season is over nothing's happening and we don't know what's going on how do we end it how how how, how do we go about ending it without offending somebody or, or that kind of stuff well, you know, I, I think about two separate incidences here. Mm. First of all, I think about a person that may be uh, just getting saved, just coming to Christ. And right. maybe they were around uh, a lot of unsaved people. And so now they have a different mindset than those people. And they're trying to end that relationship, trying to end that friendship um, or, you know, however they're trying to end it. Uh, so that could be a situation where, you know, they have to limit their time being around that person because that person is not on the same page. They're no mm. longer in agreement. Mm -hmm. And then the second uh, uh, thought that I had was people who maybe they were dating somebody mm. and they realized that um, this is not going to work. We're not on the same page. We're mm -hmm. not in agreement because the Bible says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, you know, as I even think about uh, the Apostle Paul and Barnabas, it's disagreements that, you know, can even separate, maybe not uh, eradicate the total friendship, but it can separate. So in a person dating, maybe they're dating someone and, and they've been dating and that person doesn't want to let them go, but because maybe they're in Christ and they see that that person is not in Christ and they have a difference of beliefs and they're trying to cut that relationship, mm. um, then those can be some challenging times, but it also calls for honesty and transparency. And then, you know, people just learn to go their separate ways they, after, you know, discussions and what have you. Um, they can just move on. Mm -hmm. 
and and along those veins i there's a friend that i have from childhood i'm talking seven years old or something to that respect and and just uh, a few days ago he he called me he's in the bahamas i know he's i know he is there he called and we chat and we talked for a couple of hours going all back in our past and all of that and i'm telling him about the program i'm doing and he realized where i am in my in my new life you know the new man and all and all of that and coming to the end of the conversation he said to me that okay sir um, so i understand where you are so i wouldn't necessarily call you back because you are a different person now mm. <laughs> and and that shocked me i said no <laughs> that is not what it's all about <laughs> i said i hope i did not say anything that left you with the impression that okay i'm taking this call but i don't want you calling back calling me back because we're not on the same page and that left so he was glad that i clarified that mm. but mm. it was more of a concern to me as what if i didn't realize that i would have never heard from this friend again mm-hmm. and he would not have taken my calls if i tried to call him so that was very very concerning for me that we have to with our relationship our friendship we have to be careful what we say or how we say what we say mm-hmm. wonderful yeah so but but with that he'll stay as a friend but he may not be as close of a, a friend uh, uh, as um, yes, as or calling as, that regularly right right but right. at least he would not be going and tell and telling other friends mutual friends that i don't know what happened to this boy zealous you know <laughs> all of a sudden he is into this god 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 thing well yeah. sometimes they'll do that yeah. you know and the bible says yeah. that we we will suffer that you mm. know that people do that but like like we said he'll remain a friend but maybe not as close as you know you once were that's we once mm-hmm. were growing up or something but mm-hmm. i wonder i'm not going to call his name but if he gets to this program i want him to know that we will always be, be friends. friends yes that's yes. very important yes okay. always be friends that's that's great all right so that's a great idea of how to bring it to an end be sensible and treat it with respect but um from a scriptural point of view um does the bible have anything to say about how we bring uh friendship to an end uh, pastor linda mentioned about paul and barnabas is there any specific in the bible where he talks about how one should do that or how one could go about doing that now remember paul and barnabas probably remained friends mm. they just weren't doing the work together anymore mm. um and i don't think god wants us to end friendships the bible says that um a good man you know he he has friends and then his sons will honor even the friends of the father you know god wants us to be faithful faithful mm. and even in our friendships mm. but 
there's some relationships that, you know, have to be severed, but they don't have to be severed as far as being cordial or friends. You can still remain friends. Mm -hmm. Even couples that have divorced can still remain friends, meaning that they're cordial to each other, that sometimes they say, hey, how you doing? But they just don't have that close friendship yeah. uh, as maybe, you know, they once had or or uh, some people think they should have. And I think about Jesus, even with his 12 disciples, you know, and there was a difference between Peter, James, and John. Uh, all of them were his disciples, but he would only take Peter, James, and John uh, on certain trips uh, in the garden in his prayer time. Um when he went to do miracles because mm. they had a level of faith that they could uh, contribute to that faith that was needed in the room to raise the dead or to heal the sick. So I think that uh, the Bible encourages us to be faithful friends, but that we should not communicate with evil. It says evil communication corrupts good manners. So if there's uh, a bad friendship that's going to pull us away from God, then that is where we have to sever. And the mm. Bible tells us to, to do that.
What are some difficulties with lifetime connection? For argument's sake, we can. There's an old saying that you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your relatives. And some, yeah, I mean, these are lifetime connections. Are there some difficulties? And what are some of these difficulties? How can we, how can we um, handle this or help some people who might be going through a similar thing right now? Okay, if we are, are you? If we are accepting that this f- friendship is a relative of ours, so or siblings, what, what, whatever it is, I, I am looking at it from the point of view of that is a lifetime relationship, mm. or lifetime like friendship. Maybe not the word to use right there. And now, but it's regardless of what happens between you and your brother, you and your father, whoever it is, you can run, but you cannot hide. That's true. (laughs) The person still remains whatever the relationship is, what relative, blood relative it is. Mm. So... So, yes, if we're looking at it from that point of, of view, except that, ju- that during periods of your life, it happened to me with my brother, there, there were months or even could be years where we just weren't corresponding with each other. We live in the same, same area, Montreal, and we just weren't doing things together. We actually weren't speaking to each other. When we come across, if we met in a, a dance or something, like, hi, how are you doing? And, and that's about the size of it. What I realize happens is as we grow older, we realize the importance of, like you would say, hey, we got to forgive each other for whatever it is we we could talk about it we could agree to disagree but you we cannot as we get older we cannot live a life of being enemies mm. with each other so right. so that's it that is important that our attitude should change as soon as possible towards siblings or whoever that we are having difficulties Mm. Right, yeah. but this other thing comes with maturity, right? Because uh, when you're younger, um, you're not mature enough to handle disappointments, and something happens, and you just blow up, and the other side blow up, and you both are uh, two or three. You all just stay blown up, you know. This um, group of siblings stick together, that stick together. So, doesn't it come with maturity? Yes, it, it does. You know, I'm I'm reminded of the scripture in mm. Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 17. And it says, A friend loves at all times, mm. but a brother is born for adversity. Okay. So oftentimes uh, we have conflicts with those that are supposed to be lifetime friends, but uh, the adversity comes with a brother or a relative. Um, but forgiveness, like I said, God wants us to be faithful. And friends love at all times. They're faithful. Um, There's another scripture that says it's uh, Proverbs 27 and 10. And it says, Thine own friend and thy father's friend forsake not. 
neither go into thy brother's house in the day of thy calamity. Mm. For better is a neighbor that is near than a brother afar off. And so what that's saying is that, you know, your father's friends, your own own friends, uh, people that are close to you, you don't want to forsake them. You want to be a faithful friend. Mm. Um, and then it admonishes us that in the day of calamity, you know, uh, it's better that you call on somebody who's near than a brother who's, you know, in a whole nother state down mm. the street. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost mm-hmm. like, you know. I, I can call somebody that's near here a friend that's near to me than to call my brother to, I mean, you couldn't call your brother or sister in another state to help you fix a tire on your car when your no. car broke no, down no, or, no, no. or to give you sugar when you run out of sugar. You got to go to the neighbor next door. Um, and some things, you know, are, are that same way. They made me a little more complex, but it's still better to, to turn to that friend. But I, I go back to what I said. I believe that God uh, desires for us to be faithful friends. And if there's adversity within the family, uh, which often happens, that we forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, we may not, uh, if there's especially like a distant cousin or whatever, you might not be as close as you once were, but you forgive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you know, some people come into your life so you know, it's so happy, everything was going great, and by the time you say Jack Rabbit, they are gone. And some people might be left wondering, well, why did they just come, do the little thing, and disappear? Could some friendship based on seasons turn out to be a lifetime friendship? Because some of them is so fast, they come, and they're gone. So could some of them turn out to be long-term? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was going to say yes. Yes on that. I have a friendship for over over 60 years. I mean, from childhood, going to school, then migrating and being in different places, but always staying in touch with each other and... Uh, up to we we speak weekly. I I spoke with him and his wife just yet last night, and mm. we know what's going on in each other's life. So when that was a friendship at the uh, when we were eight years, eight seven, eight years old, I knew nothing about. Well, okay, this is going to be a lifetime relationship, but it could have been just. Uh, something for a season during that period of time. But it turns out to be a non-relative lifetime Mm. relationship. So we don't know where these things go. We are not in control Mm. of where these connections go. Mm. But but, but I think it goes back to that faithfulness. That man was a faithful friend. Yeah, and he did not forsake you or forget about you. No, he was faithful. So when you run into those people that are faithful to be your friend, yeah, you know, I I know of situations where I met some people and I may was at a place and maybe something happened and you know you leave, and because of whatever differences, 
you never go back. You know, you're it's just too many differences to to try to make work. To, yeah. To, mm-hmm. But yeah. when you have those that are of the like and the same mind, then you can foster those relationships and stay faithful in that relationship, mm-hmm. and it can turn out to be a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the key things I I realize in being friend and uh, being keeping a friendship lasting is. Don't get too deep into the per- other person's personal, you know, mm. personal life. In other okay. words, if uh, uh, the other person is doing something which might be morally wrong or whatever, if you don't encourage it, if you know you could ad- address it, but don't go after it. Don't. Okay. Go seeking to find out. Mm. Don't have those type of conversations. Mm. Respect the boundaries of what the friendship is, and mm. it helps for longevity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's uh, when you have differences of, like you're in the church, maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, in there, if, if they're in the church as a brother or sister, the Bible says we're supposed to admonish one another. Yes. Because this is the body of Christ, and the body of Christ, we need to uh, behave like the body of Christ. And so uh, I know for myself as a teacher and a pastor, you know, it's my duty to not suffer sin upon my brother or my sister, but for others outside of the world, you know, and then those that are in the in the body of Christ having a relationship like I have with my dear sister, uh, Dr. Christine. You know, we, mm-hmm. we're close enough that we we can admonish one another and help one another in areas of our personal life. Yeah, um, blind you know, spots, yeah. Yes, people, when you're that close like that, but when you're, uh, when you're not that close and maybe you have different views, I understand what Brother Z is saying. Yeah. Yeah, mm. Oh, yeah. Yes, um, well, I um, I have friends um, that I've met since um, I was young, eight, nine, ten, and we're still friends today. If I don't hear from them for a while, they call me. If they don't hear from me, they call. And and so we just kept that that friendship going, mm-hmm. you know.
all listeners who are struggling with lifetime really, um, relatives and um, friendship or people that they've been friends for a long a lifetime what uh, advice could we give to them how, how would we encourage them to to handle their situation uh, I would start by saying don't don't wait for them to make the first move <laughs> you if you feel that way you come forth mm-hmm. and and do something do something about it maybe mm-hmm. that's what the person is is um waiting for for you to make the first move so make it you know mm-hmm. you have nothing to lose uh-huh. nothing to lose huh yes mm-hmm. all right and you know it comes back down to forgiveness because yeah. um adversities and and different differences of opinion is what separates people a lot of times so Forgive, forgive one another, and uh, be there for one another. Try to be a faithful friend. And when we say forgive, well, what about <laughs> that? Just this is not really maybe a little off topic, but mm. what about that part that say forgive and forget? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what about that? Uh, forgive, yes, brother Z, but forget. Oh my God, I think it depends on what it is. Well, but you know, when you don't forget, you really don't forgive because you're still being reminded Mm. of what that person did. But God, He forgave us and cast our sins in the sea of forgetfulness. So, you know, sounds like a song coming on, (laughs) but but as we, you know, I know it's difficult sometimes as humans, those things keep come into our minds but we cast them down push them out um give that person the benefit of the doubt but you know once again you know uh, we prove ourselves whether we're faithful or whether we're not and uh sometimes you have to just deal with the person accordingly i think you forget to the extent that you do not reference it yes Mm. You understand, but the yes. moment you talk about it, uh, obviously you didn't forget Absolutely, it. Absolutely, brother Z. So mm-hmm. yes, it could be there. You remember it, but absolutely don't reference it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Don't speak of it. That's right. Yeah. Leave it be. Don't wake. Uh, is it? Don't step on the lion's toe, or don't wake the lion. Don't wake up the lion. Don't wake don't. up the lion. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Don't wake don't. up the lion. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Pastor, admonish us. All right. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. We thank God for his word. We thank God that our Lord and Savior, the Bible says that there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Mm -hmm. And we just want to make sure that our listening audience knows who that friend is. And when you have that friend, amen, he guards you and he's a buffer for any disappointment you may have in others who are friends. And so, Father, we just thank you this day as we uh, prepare and, and admonish the people of God that as you were faithful to us, you told the disciples in that day, you said, I don't call you servants anymore, but I now call you my friends. Mm. For a servant does not know what his master doeth. 
But friends, a man tells his friends some things. He tells his friend like God told Abraham. The Bible says that Abraham was a friend of God. And because he was a friend of God, God shared with him those things that he was going to do. In the day of Sodom and Gomorrah, when when his nephew Lot went into that land to reside because they, they came into a disagreement, their servants were at odds in the field. They had so much cattle till uh, they began to argue and argue over territory, argue over land, until the point that Abraham and his nephew Lot had to separate. He Abraham looked at Lot and he said, go and choose whatever part of the land that you want. And Lot looked towards Sodom and he saw the land looked rich like the land of Egypt. And so he chose to go to Sodom, not knowing that Sodom was full of sin. But whatever the situation, the problem of the matter was they had a disagreement and they separated. But when they separated, the Lord came to Abram and said, Abraham is my friend. And so I need to tell my friend what I'm about to do. I'm going down to Sodom and Gomorrah and I'm going to destroy that city because of the wickedness therein. And Abraham, being a friend of God, was able to speak to God and intercede for his nephew Lot and to ask God. He said, if there be 50 righteous in the city, would you spare them? Because, Lord, it's not right for you to go down and to take out the righteous with the wicked. He was such a friend that he was able to reason with God. And sometimes as we have our friends among us, we need to be just that close that we can reason with one another and we can admonish one another and we can help one another to live a better and a more righteous life, a life that's pleasing unto God. And so Abraham stood before the Lord and he made his argument, his reasoning with the Lord. Why? Because he was his friend. Why? Because his friend believed him. His friend trusted him. His friend talked to him every day. Glory be to God. And God wants each and every one of us to be faithful friends, not just to our natural friends, but faithful friends to God. Faithful that we would talk to him every day and and be that close to him that he would show us like he showed Abraham. As he said in Jeremiah 33 and 3, call unto me and I will answer thee and I will show you great and mighty things that you know not. You see, God wants you to communicate with him. And when you do, you become his friend. We acquaint ourselves, as it says in Job chapter 22, acquaint thyself therefore with him and he will bless thee and he will be there to fight for thee. And so Abraham was that friend and God took notice of his petition. And God said, if there be 10 in the city, I will spare that city. And what did he do? He sent down the angels of heaven to go into that city and destroy it. And Lot and his family brought those angels into their home. And those angels stayed there until it was time to go. And when it was time to go, Lot and his family were hesitating. And the angels of God grabbed them by the hand and said, we've got to get out of here because God is getting ready to destroy this place. They grabbed them by the hand and pulled them out of the city telling them never to look back, never to look back.
We have a friend, my dear one, in Jesus, and he's trying to pull each and every one that is in the world of sin out of that world. He's that friend that sticks closer than a brother. He's that friend that will love you through the good times and through the bad. Even if we make our bed in hell, he's that friend that will be right there to pull you out of that degradation. And he wants to know you today and he wants you to know him today. He wants you to give him that opportunity to be that friend that's closer than a brother. Amen. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry. Everything to God in prayer Oh, what peace we often forfeit Oh, what needless pain we bear All because we do not carry Everything to God in Heavy trials and temptations Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged Take it to the Lord in prayer so faithful who will all our sorrow share Jesus knows our every weakness take it to the Lord in prayer are we weak in heaven With the Lord of care Precious Savior, still our refuge Take it to the Lord in prayer Do your friends despise, forsake you Find a soul is there in you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Linda, for your friendship. Whether it's uh, a season, we know the reason. Let's Amen. hope it would be a lifetime reason. Mm. Amen. 
And we just want to take this time to pray for our listening audience. Father, we thank you for those that are listening. We thank you for your word that has come forth today. We thank you for the blood of Jesus and the fact that you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son. That you're making a call today for those that are servants that they will come and be friends. Father God, I thank you right now and we pray each and every one that's listening under the sound of my voice will be that friend as they accept you as their Lord and Savior. And we just invite them to open their hearts to you today. Open their hearts to Mm. the word of God and say, yes, Lord, I want to be your friend. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. And I believe that he was buried and he rose on the third day. And therefore, I am saved. Father God, we thank you for saving each and every one that prayed that prayer. And thank you for being that friend that stick closer than a brother. May God bless and keep each and every one of you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 All right. So, yes, and finally, we are in the zone. And um, this time, Brother Z. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Brother George, for your friendship. Thank you, Pastor Linda, for your friendship. And I trust God will keep us together for whatever reason, but for more than a season. Ah, that is pretty. Amen. That's pretty, Pastor. That's really pretty. Keep us for more than a season. Amen. And those friends Mm. that we have, some of them are destiny helpers. Yes. They come into our life to help us reach our destiny. Mm. But Mm. they're not supposed to be forgotten. Amen. We want to be faithful friends that will stay there, not just for a season, but for a lifetime. Wow. Amen. Amen. So, Pastor, you call them destiny helpers? Yes, destiny helpers. This is a new term to me. Destiny Ah. helpers. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you both. And um, thank you, folks, for being a part of our listening audience. Until the next time. We share because because we we care. God bless you all. That my trials come to make me strong Through it all, through it all I've learned to trust in Jesus I've learned to trust in God Through it all, through it all I've learned to depend upon His words Jesus, I've learned to trust in God.
through it all. 